You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, big shout-out if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, which is, by the way, the only 24-7 source for free fantasy advice or the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream where we take you right inside Studio 34 here at Rock and Riley's where the holiday parties are popping. I got my man Chris Bavona, the manimal with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. And we got a big time Friday. This is the last time I'm going to talk to you guys before playoffs, semifinals, championships are going. So I know when we open up the phone lines, a lot of people are going to want to get down on the stats over beat cipher to help me win their leagues and win that cash. We got a lot to do. We're going to look back at Thursday night football. And I got to tell you, I, I ended last night's show with I was on the Colts as home dogs, the people were on the Broncos, and you know, it's the Cypher 1 speeds 0, but tell me, if you actually thought that Brock Osweiler was going to come in and look like Dan Marino or John Elway, then I got a seat right next to you because you can come and take my job. Who knew that was going to happen, but hey, I digress, and then we are going to look forward to week 15. I'm going to tell you about the other home dogs, the other huge spreads, and what I think about some of those games. We're going to give out my DFS lineup for week 15. There's some interesting value plays that I like there. And then if we have time, we'll talk about the two biggest games, in my opinion, on Sunday. That being the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots in a battle for AFC supremacy. And then in the Pacific Northwest, when the Seattle Seahawks take on the Los Angeles Rams, which may determine the NFC West champion, okay? As you know, we're also going to have a poll question up. It is up right now on Twitter, so check it out. Out spitting speeds. I want to know, which home dog do you think can win outright? Is it the Giants, who are getting more than a touchdown at home against the Eagles? Is it the Browns, who are getting a touchdown at home against the Baltimore Ravens? The Oakland Raiders on Sunday night football? Primetime national spotlight home dog. Hmm. The Oakland Raiders are getting a full field goal against the Dallas Cowboys. It's not like they have Ezekiel Elliott coming back or anything. I like the Oakland Raiders in that one. Or is it on Monday Night Football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are getting a full six points against the Atlanta Falcons at home on Monday Night Football? You know the other thing we will do. We will light the menorah because it is the fourth of eight crazy nights here on the Fantasy Sports. Radio Network. We're going to do all of that, okay? So when we come back, practice reports, Thursday night football recap, home dogs, DFS lineups, and your calls and questions at 844-843-6879. If you don't know, now you know. By now, you probably should. It is the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Holla at me, and we can help you win your leagues and win that cash with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Come on right back. Let's go. 
Hello, boys and girls. It's Santa, and I'm about as real as your chances at a title if you don't have the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I have 24-hour operation of elves making toys, and you should have a 24-hour network of experts working for you, offering the latest news, advice, analysis, and cheerful and joyful entertainment. You'd better have the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on your phone or tablet device. Merry Christmas! Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician, taking you into the weekend. What could be a semifinal weekend? It could be a championship weekend. So we got to make sure we help out the stats over Beat Cypher. We're going to get into the news and notes around the NFL, the injury reports. We're going to talk which home dogs I think you could lay in a little bit of cash to make your cash grow for the holiday season. We'll do a DFS lineup, and we will take your calls. We'll read the YouTube stream. We'll try and hook everybody up in advance of a huge weekend. Listen, last week I was on a bye, so I was chilling. This week I'm nervous with everybody. I'm sweating it out with you guys. So you know what I want to do? I want to set the tone in a positive light first. And when I talk about the lights, uh uh-oh, you know what time it is. It's time to light the menorah. Tell your friend Veronica, it's time to celebrate Hanukkah. Oh, forget a harmonica on this lovely, lovely Hanukkah. All right, here we go. It is time to light the menorah. It is officially going to become the fourth night. I'm working on my prayer. Okay, so everybody on a Friday. Does that mean because it's sundown, it's, it's officially the Sabbath? If it is, I better get this right. Okay. Baruch Adonai Elohinu Melech HaOlam Asha Kitashanu Bamitzvu Tov Vitzivanu Lehadik Neshel Hanukkah. Bang! It is officially the fourth night of Hanukkah, the fourth of eight crazy nights. Hit me up on the YouTube stream and let me know if I'm getting a little bit better as we do the prayer. We got a couple of more days and we get in presents all of those days. I did not give you a present in the way that I called Thursday night football, I must admit. But listen, honestly, who thought that Brock Osweiler would come out? He had a 99.4 QBR. This is on a scale of 1 to 100. He had a 99.4 QBR. Brock going 12 of 17, 194 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, another rushing touchdown. And let me tell you something. The defense was into it, smiling. He looked like he was actually leading the team, like he was seizing this opportunity. Listen, if you thought that was going to happen, I tip my cap to you. It was a much different game earlier on. The one thing I will say that I did have right, I had Jack Doyle as my diamond in the rough. He turned out being the leading receiver for the Indianapolis Colts last night with seven catches for 47 yards. And I got to say this other thing about Thursday Night Football real quick. I like the Skycam angle that they had. I thought that was really cool. They were talking about it from like a gamer perspective. If you play Madden, that is the camera angle that they use. But I thought it was actually very important to see some things in the game. I thought you could see how throws out the quick outs out to the flat, how hard of a throw that is to make without a cornerback undercutting it. I also thought this was great to see when the running backs were bouncing around and choosing which hole they wanted to. Did they want to try to take it outside? Did I thought it was 
was a great view to see it in this north-south angle instead of the horizontal angle you usually see. I actually think that was a great look for the NFL. I would not be mad if they use more of that camera angle. Let me know what you think about that camera angle, whether it's you're hollering at me on this show, on the YouTube chat, or on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. All right, news and notes from around the NFL. We got Adrian Peterson for the Cardinals has been sent to injured reserve IR because of that neck issue. Looks like Kerwin Williams will be the back for the Arizona Cardinals as they take on the Washington football team. Also, we saw Brock Osweiler come in. It is because Trevor Simeon dislocated his shoulder. He is done for the season as well. And in New York, the Jets have left Mo Wilkerson home for their trip to take on the Saints in New Orleans. This is a guy that's been late to meetings, not really a positive force in the chemistry of that team. So the Jets decided to save, you know, keep him there in New York. They're sending him home. That could mean even more love for a guy like Mark Ingram this week. All right, not practicing today. I think uh, the big one. DeAndre Hopkins did not practice today with that toe injury. Remember yesterday I told you you got to keep an eye on today's practice. Well, D-Hop did not practice. You know I hate the Lake Week ads, and here's the thing. I own D-Hop myself, so I'm really hoping he's playing. It sounds like he will play and tough it out. Bill O'Brien, their coach, says he's playing. And listen, you still got to start him. I don't care if his toe is hurt. I don't care if he's up against Jacksonville. You've seen DeAndre Hopkins. He is the wide receiver, two in fantasy this year. you got to run him out. I still endorse running him out. Tevin Coleman did not practice today. He is still in the concussion protocol. He's got an extra day because remember the Falcons play on Monday night football, but this could be a whole lot of Devontae Freeman on Monday night. Here are the legitimate kind of questionables or guys that are doubtful. I told you about this. Kyle Rudolph, the red zone reindeer with that ankle injury. They're saying he's doubtful. They said he was out, but now they're saying doubtful. Let me tell you something. He ain't playing. So in response, I boost up Stefan. Can you Diggs it. You know about Adam Thielen. Diggs hasn't been doing it lately, but with no Kyle Rudolph, maybe that's a couple of more opportunities in the red zone for Stefan Diggs. Um, Damian Williams is doubtful. He's probably not going to play. He did practice with the shoulder, but I think it's all Kenyon Drake still. Joe Mixon is back. Not 100%. Hasn't cleared the protocol. Um, same could be said with Giovanni Bernard. He's also questionable. So you're going to probably have a little bit of a committee there in Cincinnati. Matt Forte is a legitimate game-time decision as those Jets take on the Saints. If he doesn't go, I guess that's a boom for our guy. Boom, boom, bilal, pal, pal. But they still got Elijah McGuire in there. I stay completely away from the Jets running backs because I also expect them down and throwing in garbage time. Leonard Fournette. This is a big one. With that quad, he did not practice all week. He's going to be a game-time decision. I got to tell you something. If he's out and the question is, is it Ivory, is it Yeldon, I would go with neither of them. I would like other guys like Kerwin Williams, like Mike Davis, like Samaje Pirine ahead of these guys because they've become a committee backing up Fournette if he can't go. Kelvin Benjamin is going to be a game-time decision, although they say they feel good about him playing for the Buffalo Bills. Juju Smith-Schuster, also questionable. In Baltimore, Mike Wallace, he's practicing. They say he's playing. Adam Thielen, good to go for the Vikings. Alvin Kamara, good to go for the Saints after he cleared the concussion protocol. And they have removed Shady McCoy for the injury report. Big shout-out to my guys, Young Kaz, and the effect with that Shady song. By the way, I will continue to big them up. Shady has been removed from the injury report. He's good to go for the Buffalo Bills. However, uh, Amari Cooper... 
out week 15. Alan Hearns still out for the Jacksonville Jaguars, so you could fire up D.D. Westbrook and Marquise Lee. All right, I told you that I got it wrong on the home dogs as it related to the Indianapolis Colts. I think I was on my way to having it just fine until Brock Osweiler blew up and kind of put it in everybody's eye trying to seize that job moving forward. But there's a couple of interesting home dogs that I want to talk about, and they're up on the poll, okay? So you could follow me at Spit and Speeds and see that on the poll. The New York Giants are uh, seven-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against the Eagles. Listen, do I think Nick Foles blows them out? Sort of. I think the Eagles are a much better team. I think they rally around Nick Foles. And here's the other thing. The Giants, like last week, was their win one for the Gipper at home. And what the Cowboys do, they came in, and Dak Prescott had a career day, and they beat them by 20 points. I think Nick Foles and the Eagles can do the same thing. I'm comfortable laying the points with the Philadelphia Eagles. The Browns are getting seven at home against the Ravens. I think this could be a kind of backdoor cover. This is a division matchup. I see a kind of closer matchup here. I think the Ravens win the game, but I don't buy the Ravens' offense as prolific enough. I know they put up 30-plus against the Steelers last week, but I don't think that happens all the time, okay? So because of what I expect to be a low-scoring game, I think seven is a lot. I could see a backdoor cover here. So I would take the points in the Cleveland Browns at home. They've been much more feisty, shall we say, at home. I love the Oakland Raiders. As to be quite honest, I think the Raiders can win outright. They're going to see the two teams ahead of them in the AFC West play on Saturday night. They're going to know going into this game that if they get a win, they are still viable in the AFC playoff race. They're at home. They got the black hole in a primetime game. I actually think the Raiders can win outright. I do not see Dak putting it up like that. I know the Raiders' defense in the the past game can be had, but he's not going to do what he did up against the Giants, in my opinion. I like the Raiders. And the last one, the Bucs versus the Falcons. I like the Bucs, plus six on Monday night football, okay? The, the, the Bucs and the Falcons always play tight, close games. I think the Bucs are playing for jobs. If you want to know the truth, I would take the points in that one. Check this out. The Saints are getting 16 points. They are 16-point favorites against the Jets. And you know what? I would pass. I wouldn't play that game, but I think you can lay the points against the Jets. I see this as like a 30-10 to kind of game, a 27-10 kind of game. I think you could lay the points there. I don't see Bryce Petty and the Jets scoring much against this much improved defense of New Orleans. The Jags, I think you can lay the points there. They're giving up 11 points to the Texans and TJ Yates. I think this is going to be DeAndre Hopkins and nothing else. I think they can take some of that away. I think that Blake Bortles is starting to get his sense of what he needs to to do as a game manager. I like that as well. Also, I think you can lay the points with the Minnesota Vikings there. Double digit point spreads against Cincy. I think they return home and I think they make a statement. Put it on the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So I think with most of these, you can lay all the points. When we come back, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk DFS. I'm going to give you my DFS lineup for week 15 and I'm going to tell you my diamonds and fugazis for two of the bigger games on the slate this Sunday. We're going to do all that on the fourth night of Hanukkah right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hit that like button, by the way, okay? How am I doing with the prayer? 
You think you've got the playoffs in the bag? You think you're the man? Make sure you listen to Fantasy Football Gold every Saturday night, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And if you can't make it because you got a life on Saturday night, you go to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe to Fantasy Gold. Matt Modica, Tony Sincana give you two hours of everything you need to know when you put in your lineup Sunday morning. And if you don't win a title and listen to us, I can't help you. Fantasy Gold, Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez sliding you into the weekend for week 15. We got playoffs on the line. We got, you know, people might have their secret Santas going on, their holiday parties. So we got to try and win a little bit of cash. I just talked about some of the home dogs. I said I like the Raiders as the best chance to win outright, and 44% of you agree. Thinking the Raiders at plus three against the Cowboys could be a good play. All right, check it out. We're going to talk a little bit of DFS right now. I got a lineup. I want to share with you for week 15 if you need a little bit of extra holiday cash. And here's what you could do. You can go on over to www.fantasyfactor.com. If you don't want to compete against these guys with 50, 100 lineups and their algorithms, we love fantasyfactor.com. Single entry tournaments, smaller prize pools, smaller tournaments, so that you could really dip your toe in the DFS water and win a little bit of extra cash for the holidays. You know we're also doing the free roll over there with DKMS at dailyroto.com. There's only two more chances, guys. For you to win a, a weekly free roll, get to week 17 of the finals, and if you win that, you get tickets for two up to the big game in Minnesota with Justin Timberlake at halftime. Let me talk about this DFS lineup that I'm working on here for this week. I got to tell you guys, at quarterback, I'm going to this game, the New England-Pittsburgh game. I'm going Big Ben. I'm going Big Ben on FanDuel at 8,000. Listen, this guy is coming off a 500-yard outing. You know, he's had multiple touchdowns in five straight games, and it is getting, you know, harmonious over there. All of his weapons should be back. I know Juju is questionable. I think he's going to go. Antonio Brown is being talked about as an MVP candidate. Le'Veon Bell leads the league in rushing. I think this offense is rounding into form, so I like Big Ben. And Remember, they were my AFC pick to come out for the Super Bowl, so I gotta like the the Steelers in this game to get home field advantage and really get a uh, leg up on New England. So I'm going with a uh, Big Ben, and then when we talk about stack, right? You gotta stack them up. I like Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. I'm paying up the money for Antonio Brown. I mean, this is the safest floor in the NFL, in my opinion. Every single week, he is doing it. Business is absolutely booming against what is still the 29th ranked. Pass defense. I mean, in his last couple of games, Antonio Brown, 213 receiving yards, 101 and a touchdown, 169 and two touchdowns, 144 and three touchdowns. He has absolutely been killing it lately, and I think with a big-time spotlight on him, it absolutely works again. I'm going Big Ben, and I'm stacking him with Antonio Brown. The other wide receiver I'm going with is someone who I have told callers all week long I love. I think he's not only a good play, I think he's a great play, and it is Marquise great win. I mean, it's actually Marquise Goodwin, but I like him at 
6,600 against the Tennessee Titans. They are at home. He absolutely has a chemistry with Jimmy Garoppolo. Went over 100 yards last week. Went 8 for 99 the week before that. And Jimmy G's two starts. He is the last man standing there. And the last two weeks, he hasn't even gotten into the end zone. If he were to get into the end zone, and I think he could this week against Tennessee and their bottom 10, bottom 10 pass defense, I think that is a very good option. And my third wide receiver, check this out. I know I just talked about him in the injury update. And I know he's going up against the cat scratch fever. But I like DeAndre Hopkins, okay? I'm going all in with DeAndre Hopkins in my season long and in DFS. I think, here's the thing, I think he's going to be very low-owned this week because I think people are going to shy away from him because of Jacksonville. I think people are going to shy away from him because they hear about this toe injury. So I want a piece of him. Listen, there is nowhere else TJ Yates is going to go with this ball than DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's going to get 16 targets, even if he catches nine of them, and, you know, maybe 100 yards, maybe he gets in the end zone. I like that. So those are my wideouts. I'm going Big Ben at quarterback. I'm going A.B., DeAndre Hopkins, and Marquise Goodwin. At running back, give me Kenyon Drake of the Miami Dolphins at 6,500. This guy has been doing big things. I'm going to save a little bit of money at running back. Look, last week against uh, New England, 114 rushing yards and another 79 through the air. The week before that against Denver, who we thought was a stout defense, 120 yards and a touchdown and another three catches. I like him up against Buffalo, and Buffalo has been eviscerated by the run recently. I, You know... It doesn't matter. Uh, the snow game, Frank Gore went off. The Carolina Panthers went off on them. I think this run defense can be had. Give me Kenyon Drake. And my second running back, I'm going off the beaten path a little bit. I like Latavius Murray. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know that I have been talking about these Vikings running backs as game script dependent for a few weeks now. I've been saying that in more competitive games, it's going to be Jarek McKinnon, but when the Vikings get up big, they go to Latavius Murray. That has been the case. When they were up big against Detroit on Thanksgiving, he had 84 yards and a touchdown. When they were up big against Washington, 17 carries got in the end zone. When they were up big against Cleveland in London, he got into the end zone. You know, so I first Baltimore, 113 and a tud. I think that, you know, he didn't perform well last week, but that was a competitive game against the Carolina Panthers. I think Cincinnati is going to get dump trucked in their trip to Minnesota this week. And I think the second half is going to be a lot of Latavius Murray running the ball. I think he gets in the end zone as well. So he is my RB2. As it relates to tight end, I'm also going against the conventional wisdom and the beaten path. A lot of people love Rob Gronkowski. A lot of people love Zach Ertz. A lot of people love Jimmy Graham in a bounce back against the Rams after his bagel in Week 14. I'm going elsewhere. I'm going with Greg Olson of the Carolina Panthers. I like the matchup against Green Bay. I like that they're on grass. Remember they were saying that Greg Olson was a problem because he was on turf. Um, in a couple of games against MetLife in the MetLife Stadium against the Jets and again against the Saints, they held him out. He's back on grass, and I think that Cam Newton is going to have to go where his bread is buttered to his security blanket a little bit because remember, Funchess is a little bit banged up. I think Greg Olson comes back to prominence this week, so I like Greg Olson on FanDuel at 5,600. And my defense, let me tell you something, I am fading the New York Jets. They are starting backup quarterback Bryce Petty. Uh, they've kind of waved the 
flag on the season. I'm going with the New Orleans Saints at 4,600. I think this is a very good option. The Saints defense has been opportunistic. I think that Bryce Petty is good for a couple of turnovers, is good for a couple of sacks. I think the Jets will struggle to score in this game. And remember, the Saints have also become a little bit more of a running team, a time of possession kind of team. So there you have it. I got Big Ben. My running backs are Kenyon Drake and Lat Murray. At wide out, I'm going Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, and Marquise Goodwin. I'm going Greg Olson at tight end and the New Orleans Saints defense. And then I just fill in a kicker. The one I happened to land on was Phil Dawson. All right, like I said, we got some spotlight games here in week 14. I want to talk about Rams and Seahawks for a little while. Here's the biggest thing to me. The return of Robert Woods. I think the return of Robert Woods makes this once again a fantasy herd for the Los Angeles Rams. Remember, without Woods, I was like, yo, I love Cooper Cup. I love Cooper Cup. And he has continued to deliver. This week, I think Cooper Cup takes a step back because I think Robert Woods does, in fact, get involved. Todd Gurley remains involved. Sammy Watkins, remember, no Richard Sherman. I think it is a fantasy herd. And honestly, the... um. The person who suffers for that, in my opinion, is Cooper Cup. So he is my fugazi, the person to forget about in this matchup. My diamond in the rough in this matchup is Jimmy Graham. I think he gets a bounce back game. I get. I think he gets back into the end zone. I think like sometimes these receivers are a little diva-ish, and I think Jimmy Graham could fit in that category. I think that Russell Wilson actually makes it a point to try to feed Jimmy Graham early and often in this game. I think Jimmy Graham has a bounce back. I can see him being a diamond in the rough. And in that game, listen, I know a lot of people are like, oh, the Rams are so great. Oh, the Rams offense. I think Seattle has a lot of pride. I think Seattle still is a contender. They are still at home with the 12s making noise. I would not be surprised if the Seattle Seahawks win a close game up there in the Pacific Northwest. Call it something like 27-24. I think Russell Wilson continues to, you know, run around and make plays. And no one does it better than Russell. He is, in fact, my most valuable player. He's my MVP in the NFL. If I had a vote right now, I would vote it for Russell Wilson. Let me talk about these Pat Steelers also. This is going to be a huge game. Let me tell you something. I'm a little bit worried about some Patriots. I don't think Hogan looked great in his return. He did not really look all the way healthy. Only got, I think, one one target, one catch for one yard, something like that. However, what we do have is the return of Rob Gronkowski. I think that, and I think Rex Burkhead. I think those are going to be very interesting players for the New England Patriots. And here's why. And I hate to say this, but it's the God's honest truth. The Steelers don't have Ryan Shazier. Ryan Shazier's strength was being a sideline-to-sideline linebacker who could cover and who could cover a lot of ground, could go sideline-to-sideline. I think it's Burkhead. I think it's Gronk that actually take advantage of that in the passing game. I think those are the places we go. I also think Brandon Cooks could be in line for a big game because, as they said on uh, you know Sunday Night Football, whatever it was, part of the way to beat the Steelers is to go downfield. Brandon Cooks is that downfield threat, and I think there's a big hole with no Ryan Shazier there in the middle of the field. So I like the Patriots moving the ball with Cooks, Gronk, and Burkhead. On the other side with the Steelers, it's all of them. You know who it is. They are the most elite fantasy herd in the NFL. 
Antonio Brown, gonna get his work in. Le'Veon Bell, gonna get his work in. Juju will get some love. Brian will get some love. Vance McDonald will get some love. Outside of Brown and Bell, they become a herd. I think all of them will do big things. I think this game is back and forth, but I, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, I can't believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers are such big favorites right now as they are, but I like the Pittsburgh Steelers in a close game. Maybe something like 33-27. That's what I'll call it. But here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to open up the phone lines at 844-843-6879. We're going to close out the last segment heading into the weekend with my favorite part of the day, the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Holler at your boy right now. You'll get on, and I'll be able to answer your questions for the playoffs, for the championship, for DFS. It is big time right now, and we got to win our leagues and win that cash. Come on right back. Call him in now. We'll try and do it. Stats Over Beats, fantasy freestyle, spitting speeds. Let's go. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Freestyle right here in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Catch on us on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and of course the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. I got a lot of people in the chat room. We'll get to you guys towards the end of the show as usual, but what I want to do is hear from my Stats Over Beat Cypher. Phone lines are open at 844-843-6879. We got a couple of callers that we got to get to, and I got to tell you something, guys. This could be the most important Stats Over Beat Cypher yet. I mean, we are giving people advice for what is likely their semifinal matchups, and I hope to be talking to all of these people next week when we're here on the Fantasy Freestyle, because that means they would be in the championship and really in position to win their leagues and win that cash. Let's start it off on a Friday with Keith in Baltimore. Hey, Keith, you are on the Stats Over Beat site for the Fantasy Freestyle, talking with the spitting statistician. Let's get you a W in your playoff matchup. What's going on, Keith? Oh, so far, so good. I got uh, three either-ors. Okay, is it PPR or standard first? Let me know. PPR. Okay. So, Stafford or Matt Ryan? I love Matt Ryan this week. I love his matchup against Tampa Bay. That's a bad pass defense. I think Matt Ryan bounces back from his three-pick performance last week. I love Matt Ryan. He's one of my highest-ranked quarterbacks this week. I think he bounces back in a big way. That's my QB answer for you. What else? McKinnon or Ajayi? Hmm, that's a closer one for me. You may have heard earlier in the show, I actually think Lat Murray gets more work for the Vikings because I think they're going to be up big on Cincinnati and then having to grind it out in the second half, and that's Lat Murray, not Jarek McKinnon. Um, so I would go Jay Ajayi because, listen, these Giants can't tackle. You know, I think that they're not going to necessarily need uh, Nick Foles in the passing game in order to beat the Giants. I think Ajayi will be a big back to own there. So I like Ajayi over McKinnon. What else you got? So my two most touchdown-dependent wide receivers, Marvin Jones Jr. 
or Jordy Nelson coming back? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, Keith, have been asking me about Jordy Nelson, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. I, I answer the question with a question back to you. Do you believe, Keith, that now that Aaron Rodgers is back, all of a sudden Jordy Nelson is once again the first option? Do you believe that to be true, Keith, yes or no? Yes. Then if you do, you need to put Jordy Nelson in your lineup. You know what I mean? If you believe that that's the way it is, that he has this, you know, kind of chemistry with Aaron Rodgers, then that's what's going to happen. You know, I don't I, if you believe that, that that's the way it goes, then you need to put Jordy Nelson in your lineup, because to be quite honest, then you'll be kicking yourself if you believe that. And he does score the touchdowns that he could score and he's on your bench. So I would go Jordy in that situation. I hope they all work out for you, Keith. Do me a favor. Let Avon Barksdale and Bubbles and Omar tell uh, tell him that Speeds, the spitting statistician, said what's up down there and be more up next on the fantasy freestyle we go down to florida true friend of the show we've heard from before it is rue down in florida dilly dilly rue what's going on how can we help you advance in your playoffs hey dilly dilly man i got three questions but it's gonna but it's uh just think of it as three categories and i'm uh i'm gonna speed it up so you can spit it out for me all right what you got first of all let me know if we're talking standard or ppr that's what I'm going to let you know. So the three questions, uh, which is the category. So the first one is uh, RB and Flex Standard. Okay. PPR. Quarterback. Okay. Let's go. Cool. All right. Let's go. So RB and Flex Standard. Mike Davis. Uh, 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 Brandon Cook. Jarvis Landry. Jameson Crowder. I just need a running back and receiver and a uh, flex. So you need three of the no, four. Back the oh, just two of the four. All right, I go Mike Davis, and I go uh, Brandon Cooks, okay? Jarvis Landry and Jamison Crowder are two of the most, like, PPR wideouts in the league. You said it's standard scoring. If it was PPR, I'd love Jarvis Landry. I'd love Jamison Crowder. But because it is standard scoring, give me Mike Davis as the most guaranteed kind of touches and production as the RB. And the flex, give me Brandon Cooks. If you heard me before, I think the way to beat the Steelers is to try and go deep over the top, and that is the role that Brandon Cooks has for the Patriots. So that's my answer there. What do you got in the PPR one? Cool. Got you. That's why I got uh, starting right now anyways. Okay, PPR. P. Ryan, Mike Davis. I like P. Ryan there. I think P. Ryan is uh, the only option there for uh, for the Washington football team. I like P. Ryan, and he's getting a little bit of work in the pass game as well. Give me some Aj P. Ryan there. And then quarterback, what do you got, Rue? Quarterback. I know I got um, um, Drew Brees, but I'm not starting him. I know you got a good matchup, but I'm not starting him. Okay. But Rodgers and Keenum. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to this this uh, Aaron Rodgers question again. I like Case Keenum this week, but I think, like you like you heard me say already, I think they're going to be able to get up early and quickly on Cincinnati and then have a lot of running, trying to run the clock out. You know what, uh, Rue, you got Aaron Rodgers for this exact reason, right? You got Aaron Rodgers when you like maybe picked him up on the waiver wire. You were like, yo, if I'm in the playoffs, I want him for week 15. Well, here we are. You know what I mean, right, Rue? Yep, so there you go. Run out Aaron Rodgers, okay? I think he's geeked up and ready to go. I hope it all works out for you, Rue. Call me back next week, and we can all talk about your fantasy championship. Up next in uh, out in Cali at the OC, we got Don out there. You are on the Stats Overbeat site for the Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds. Let's get you a playoff W. What's good? Hey, how's, how's it going? I got two questions, one for a tight end and one for a flex and a standard. Okay, they're all so standard. I had Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, but he's out, yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's out. So I have the choice between Clay, Ebron, and Olsen. 
I like Greg Olson this week. I think Greg Olson bounces back this week. He's on grass, further removed from the injury. I think also because Devin Funches is a little bit banged up. I like Greg Olson to come back to form this week, Don. So Greg Olson's my answer for that first one. What else you got? All right, cool. Thank you. So for the flex, I have Tyreek or Dion Lewis or Kernan, Kernan Williams. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I'm a little bit down on Tyree Kill this week. I got to tell you the truth. I think Casey Hayward is a great cornerback. I think the Chargers are going to prioritize trying to take away the big play from Tyree Kill. And then he's so boom or bust, you know. And so in the standard formats, he could also get you something like six catches for 37 yards. You know what I mean? With like one end around rush for yeah. nine yards. So that's my fear on Tyree Kill. I'm not a believer in Kerwin Williams either. I just don't think he's a good football player. Don, you know what I mean? I just don't think he's that good. And I don't think the Arizona run game has proven anything so far this season. So give me Deion Lewis. I like the, uh, give me the Patriots running back, even though I know there's such a fantasy herd. And, you know, Bill Belichick could screw you, but I would go Deion Lewis there. You got anything else? Are we good to go, Don? I think I'm good to go. I'm playing, well, just really quick. Here's my lineup. I have uh, Doug Baldwin and, and Woods. Yep. And, but I, but so we got to hope that's a high-scoring game out there I, yeah, in uh, Seattle, yeah. right? Yeah. I think you got a good chance, man. Right, I hope you, it man. works out, Don. Yep, dilly-dilly to you. Call me back next week when you're in the championship. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, we go to Beantown, where we talk to Cliff in Beantown, a true mm-hmm. friend of the show. Dilly-dilly, Cliff. How can we help you get a playoff W? All right, man. Dilly-dilly. So very quick two-part question. I know you're talking a lot about... Aaron Rodgers. My quick question for you. I've got Rodgers starting now, but I've got Phillip Rivers on the bench. Who are you thinking? Rivers might be one of the quarterbacks I would start over Aaron Rodgers. I think he's got a plus matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're going to go back and forth in that game. You know, I mean... Listen, this Chiefs defense thought Darrell Revis would be a, a a value add for them. You know, that's how crazy it was. I like Phillip Rivers, and, and Keenan Allen has been going off. Listen, I understand it if you want to go Aaron Rodgers, but I think Phillip Rivers has been very hot lately. I like Phillip Rivers there, Cliff. Question for you, just more so on like a week 16 kind of, um, kind yep. of spotlight. I know I'm going a little too early. That's all right. So I picked up. Now, I've got Marquise Goodwin started for me this week, but next week I know I may have to cut him. Jacksonville, right? Yeah, I don't like him. I don't think he's good enough to face uh, Jacksonville and still be dominant. Would, would, Would you start a guy like Paul Richardson week 16 going up against Dallas? I'm not on Paul Richardson, honestly. He's a boomer bust home run kind of play for me. Might he catch that 50-yard jump ball? Yes, right? But you got to think Baldwin is really the guy there. Jimmy Graham is getting into the end zone. There's Lockett there, too. I'm not a huge fan of Paul Richardson. I got to tell you the truth, Cliff. Okay, all right. I appreciate it. But hopefully we can talk about Week 16 more next week because you will still be live for your championship. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, we go back to California. Francisco is out there. What's going on, Francisco? Uh, You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What do you got? Hey, what's up, Speeds? Man, I got two questions for you. All right, fire away. I got got Flash Gordon 
and Michael Crabtree, am I crazy to put him in instead of uh, A.J. Green? No, you're not crazy. I like both of them. Crabtree has a great matchup. Noah Amari Cooper. Josh Gordon has shown that he is a man amongst boys. They should be down in that game, so I'm okay with that. Because um, you talked about A.J. Green, right? And A.J. Green has potentially one yeah. of the best cornerbacks in the NFL um, up against him in Xavier Rhodes. So, no, I do not think you are crazy for that one. You got one more real quick for me. Yeah, real quick, um, I got another Rodgers question. Uh, would you start Cam before Rodgers? No, I would not. No, I would not. I do not believe that Cam is 100% healthy. That's the only reason Jonathan Stewart got in the end zone three times last week, because they don't want to use Cam. I don't think he's fully healthy. I would go with Aaron Rodgers. I hope that works out for you. We're going to end it up real quick. We got Pete and Shaolin. Pete and Shaolin, dilly dilly, but we're up against the break, Pete, so we got to be quick. How you feeling? But I made sure I want to talk to you before you go into your uh, fantasy playoffs. What's up, Pete? All right, Speed, you're doing good. By the way, shalom. You're oh. doing real good. Yeah, it's the fourth right. night of Hanukkah, man. We're trying to make it happen. Real quick, we're up against the break, go. Pete, though. Okay, last night I heard you already. I picked up, I did pick up uh, Yeldon and Ivory because I needed the spot. Okay. I needed the spot. But I, I had guys like it. Mike Davis now, or Samaj P. Ryan ahead of that split. You don't know which one gone. is going to be the guy. If I know, Fournette I'll play both of them. Right. I can play both speeds. All right, then that's what you right, might have listen, to do real wide quick. Out. Wide out. I got Tyreek Hill, Felian, Hogan, Cup, Westbrook, pick four. I'll wait after the break. I'll All right, we'll wait after, after the, break. the break. Do me a favor. Stay on the line with Bavona and say them again. He'll G-chat me, and I'll answer that when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got playoffs, baby. This message is paid for by the United Elf Foundation. What's up, fellow elves? This is Jumpin' Jacks, your treasurer of the North Pole's UEF South Division. We've bought several ads here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network because we all know how much Christmas elves love fantasy football. You know it. The UEF wanted to remind all elves on Fantasy Football Sunday leave from the North Pole that the last shuttle back to the workshop leaves our secret spot at 8 p.m. Sunday. So that's immediately after the Fantasy Sports Radio Network ends their seven straight hours of live game day coverage. What's up? If you traveled by magic, please disregard this message and remember that you're expected back in the workshop by 9 a.m. sharp on Monday. So you can still listen to the full two hours of the Roto Experts recap, then transport yourselves back, all right? Thank you all. I appreciate it. And best of luck with your fantasy playoff teams. Your elf is out. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Fantasy. Freestyle. DeAndre Hopkins did not practice with that toe injury. I own D-Hop myself, so I'm really hoping he's playing. It sounds like he will play and tough that out. Bill O'Brien, their coach, says he's playing. And listen, you still got to start him. I don't care if his toe is hurt. I don't care if he's up against Jacksonville. You've seen DeAndre Hopkins. He is the wide receiver, two in fantasy this year. You got to run him out. I still endorse running him out. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Last couple of minutes before we go into the weekend, what is a playoff weekend? I truly hope my stats over beat Cypher keeps it going to win their leagues and win that cash. We had Pete from Shaolin right before the break. He had Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, um, Hogan, Cup, and Didi, and he needed me to pick all but one. I got to tell you, Pete, the person who does not have a chair when the music stops for me is Hogan. He did not look healthy in his return to me. And I told you, I like Gronk and Burkhead in the middle of the field with uh, no Ryan Shazier as their speed coverage linebacker. And I like Brandon Cooks for the Patriots over the top as the deep threat. I think Hogan is sort of betwixt in between, and he doesn't look fully healthy to me. I think Tom Brady looks for other options. That's the way I would go. So I would, if I were you, Pete, I'd fire up Tyreek Hill. Adam, I got a feeling. Dede Westbrook and Cooper Cup, even though Robert Woods is coming back. Pete, I hope you win so that we can continue our ongoing conversation next week on the Fantasy Freestyle Dilly Dilly. Alright, like I said, we got this poll question up. 46% of you agree with me that the Raiders have a decent chance to win outright as home dogs against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm in an agreement, in alignment with the people. Alright, what we also gotta do is we're gonna check out the YouTube stream, the chat room. We got my man Danny right down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Hey, Danny, how's it going? What are the people saying? Danny, were the people impressed with my Hanukkah prayer today? I'm trying to get better at it. We definitely got a couple of people that were giving you shout-outs, saying you're getting better and better each day. You're That's doing what's great. up. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It is the fourth night of Hanukkah, so let's see, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to only be able to do it two more times on Monday and Tuesday next week, so hopefully the improvement continues. Danny, are the people asking any questions? Because they got playoffs on the line. I'm trying to help out the YouTube feed. We got a lot of questions. All right, give me the best ones. All right, Pinhead Larry. Pinhead Larry. In a standard league, he said uh, he's got a two-part question. All right. First part is Hyde or Derrick Henry? Ooh. Wow, that's tough. It, because it's standard, I might lean towards Henry. And they're both playing against each other in an interesting matchup. But the, the 49ers are a bad run defense. I like Derrick Henry ascending. But here's the thing. Honestly, I don't know if he's listening still. I would try to find a way to get both of these guys in. I think they're both kind of low-end RB2 slash flex plays. I like them both this week. Ugh, I like them both. I think you can go with your gut. I have a slight lean to Derrick Henry. What else do we got, Danny? Uh, same person, Pinhead and Larry. Yeah. Uh, Rivers or Breeze? Ooh, I like Phillip Rivers this week. I think he's got a plus matchup against Kansas City. And Breeze, I don't think they're going to need the passing game to beat the Jets. I think they're going to get up early, and then I think they're going to grind it out with my guys so fresh and so clean, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. So I think it's almost like the Saints don't need Breeze to be prolific in the Dome anymore. We got time for one or two more, Danny. All right, uh, Derek Bruno says uh, Alex Smith or Nick Foles? Ooh, that's interesting. I like the Nick Foles play there. Alex Smith is going to have pressure on him all night long from Joey Bosa and from Melvin Ingram. I like um, Cam- uh, I like Casey Hayward guarding Tyreek Hill as well. I think that's going to be a nip and tuck kind of game. But Nick Foles, however, has the Giants, and I think everybody is up against the Giants, and I think Nick Foles could plug and play there just fine. Do we got time for one more, Danny? Let's get one more. All right. Uh, D. Lee asks, uh, Jordy or Goodwin? It comes back to the same thing that we told the caller. Do you believe that Jordy all of a sudden returns to form because it's Aaron Rodgers? 
I don't think so. I think Devontae Adams is still the number one wide receiver there in Green Bay this Sunday. And so for that reason, I would go with Marquise Greatwin, a.k.a. Marquise Goodwin. Thanks, Danny. Have a great weekend, my friend. Um, So that about does it, guys. This is big. I'm excited for everybody. I'm nervous for everybody. I'm going to be sweating it out with you when we come back on Monday because in my own league, in my semifinals, I'm going to have some people on Monday Night Football. We just got to hope I'm within range. I hope you guys are too. Let's go ahead and celebrate Hanukkah by winning these leagues and winning these cash right here. It's a fantasy freestyle. I'll see you guys Monday. Stats over beats. Let's get it, guys. I'm out. Peace. Happy weekend.